0: Today's episode is sponsored by Cindy Studs. Hey, I'm Cindy, and I'm the owner and creator of Cindy Suds. We make all-natural bath, body, and home products for families seeking to create a healthier environment for their families. You can find us locally at Kingless, Harvest Health, Hopscotch, and several other local retailers. And if you're outside of the West Michigan area, you can always look us up online, www.cindysuds.com. Welcome back to Ask the Doulas with Gold Coast Doulas. I am Alyssa, co-owner and postpartum doula, and we're talking to a client of mine, Lisa, again, and we've talked to her so far about her fertility struggles, um, dealing with an early, you know, five-week early C-section, having a baby in NICU for eight days, bringing him home, and now we're going to talk, oh, also moving from Seattle to Grand Rapids when he was four months old. And then how all that plays um, into your overall mental well-being, right, as a first-time mom. Um, all this happens. You have a baby. You're already, you have so many fears anyway. And then you move to and a new. questions. Yeah, fears and questions. And um, the answers. You know, there's a spectrum so many of answers, answers to the one right. question that you have. And so then you have to muddle through. The know. answer is which one's right for you. That's what I tell my clients yes. is. There are so many answers, but which one makes most sense to you and your family and your baby? Because it might not work. That that one might not work for your baby. Right. Um, so you move to Grand Rapids. Your baby's four months old. You find me. You have a doula. Um, when when you first moved here, what kind of mindset were you in? <laughs> <laughs> she <laughed>. That's laughs. That's a good question.
1: Um, well, I was still really postpartum. You know, I was still in basically in the fourth trimester. So I was very hormonal still. And I think that the month prior was so focused on, okay, what do we need to do to get ready to move? Uh, once I got here, it was kind of a, a a little bit of like an exhale or maybe a a collapse, you know, like you're collapsing into this new (laughs) (laughs) environment. Um, and then two things, I think, came up for me during this time. So right when we moved, our son was, for the week or two prior, and the week, the first, I think, five days that we got here, he was actually sleeping through the night, which was the only time in his life that he's done that. <laughs> and then, I think five days after we moved here, he started waking up every hour throughout the night. And, and he was also not a good sleeper during the day. And so I was just really not getting um, any sleep. And then I think for whatever reason, maybe I was, you know, out of that fourth trimester or whatever, but I think all of the, you know, trauma of the fertility, the pregnancy, the emergency C-section, and then actually having a preemie baby, Mm -hmm. that started unraveling for me.
0: You actually had the time and space to. Yeah, think about it kind
1: this. of started. I think the whole time I was just like, "What's what is the next step I need to take?" And what you know, you're basically just focused on moving forward versus really processing anything that's happening, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, to you during that period. Because if you stop to actually absorb what's happening, it's just emotionally overwhelming because there's just so much, you know. Um, wrapped up into for me at least in the thing and into what was happening and I think I just got I was very anxious about I don't know anybody I don't know who to. you know I don't know anybody here I don't know who to trust I have found a postpartum doula, but I don't really, I've never met, you know, right. I literally have never met you right. in my life. And I also don't have any friends. And, right. and, you know, I'm 39, and so I feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize,
0: um, right, I kind of need to date for friends
1: again Well, that,
0: that reminds me in one of our phone calls, when you were still in Seattle before you moved here, you had said, you know, I'm, I'm a 39-year-old mom. I know West Michigan is, you know, a, a lot of young parents. Am I right. going to be the only 39-year-old right. mom on the playground? And I was like,
1: no. <laughs> because in Seattle, I, you know, all of my friends were older. Yeah. Were older moms, right? They're, they're career women. They're established. You know, they have, the um, children did not come first in their chronological right. life events. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, no, I am
0: going to be the oldie. I'm gonna be the old wrinkled mom, <laughs> and I think I remember you t- telling you there are a lot of young young families. Yes. but there are also a growing number of yes. families who are waiting. Myself being one of them, and my business partner, and you know, so I think hopefully you used your and mind. And I, have for sure, found that <laughs> That's to good. be true. Good, yes. you find you find your village. You know, you find the people you you're looking for, and you just the ones you're not seeking out. They don't even really cross your radar. I feel like, yeah. Um. So I also remember at one point when we were working together, you telling me when you when you finally got to that point where you're like, okay, I I actually have time to process this whole, you know, this journey from into yeah. yeah. And you you had even talked about like through your pregnancy not feeling like you were able to enjoy it because there was all this. No, it was like every day. It was like, how do you this? Might be sound too graphic, but
1: I was like, How do I keep the baby in? You know, yeah. like, what do I need to do today? Yeah, to keep the baby inside me and growing, right? And
0: that was the focus, yeah. So, you didn't ever have this no time to just like love being pregnant. No, I was, I was on always, pelvic rest, I yeah. couldn't, you know, I yeah. just it
1: was just different,
0: it yeah. So, I different. remember you almost mourning that, like. Mourning the fact that you, you, you felt yeah. like you didn't, you missed out on something or you.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, I did, you know, it's the idea of just being able to like make love with your husband and then, and then you're pregnant. Yeah. That's what I, literally I thought that, that that's what I expected. And then that whole process was so different. And then, I, you know, I was closer to, I just want to have a home birth in a tub, and that's the route that I want to go, and then being in an antipartum in a hospital for five weeks, and then going through an emergency seek section where I didn't even get to experience what it is like to have a contraction, you know, I felt like that was robbed mm-hmm. from me, and then I had this um, kind of indescribable feeling where... Once my son was born, then it was like my I it I can describe it best by saying that I was trying to grab a baby through sand and and the sand was just coming through my fingers. It was like my body felt like it had quote lost the baby. And I think that's because there's probably some, you know, internal knowledge that a woman's body has that it knows that it should carry a child for x amount in a number of time and mine was cut short and the only thing that made me feel okay is um I would just put Ethan my son in a carrier and just have him close mm-hmm. to me to like literally like body Physically, to body mm-hmm. yeah and then and then I didn't have that sense of loss um like a you know, kind of like loss like panic, panic or loss yeah. yeah it was the weird I did not expect that you know Nobody mentioned that there were, that wasn't any books, you know, I just didn't expect that. And so I was dealing, I think that was also one of the first emotions that kind of started coming out after I moved here too. How long
0: do you think you felt that like, I have to have him close to me or I feel panic?
1: Oh, I would say at least for the first six months.
0: Okay. It was not a short
1: period of time.
0: So do you remember when I told you that the first probably three or four times I didn't, I didn't even try to grab him from you. Like, I could could sense that feeling of panic in you. um, I didn't. I, um, you
1: recently told me that again, and for the life of me, I cannot remember that. I don't, that doesn't even register. I don't remember that. And that kind of gives you a clue as to mentally, you know, where
0: I was. Well, like you explained it, like trudging through molasses every day, right? You were... You even, throughout pregnancy, you were, hey, what do I have to do today to keep this baby growing inside of me? Right. And then once you have this baby, it was, hey, how how do I get through this day that I can breastfeed my baby and try to get an hour of sleep here and there? (laughs) Um, And it doesn't work. An an hour of sleep at a time just doesn't doesn't work. So you were kind of in this fog and then also mentally, finally able to process and everything your body's been through the past year. Yeah. Um, and really kind of m- mourn all these things. Um, and yeah, you, I could sense the panic in you with Ethan. But do you, like, if you look at from where you started when I first met you to where when I left, yeah, when I was we were like, done. When?
1: like, what day is Alyssa
0: coming? <laughs> you, would, you would text like, and say, I, Are I you coming today? Or tomorrow, and I know then, I couldn't was it remember. 12 or 2, and you know, and you were just in a I could not haves. remember details like that either. Yeah. And you're
1: like, well, no, three days from <laughs> now, I'm like, oh no, I know, and I remember, well, I do remember. I think the first, you know, quote thing I went and did by myself in Grand Rapids once I got here was I remember you taking Ethan and you're saying, no, you actually have. To get outside of the house, and I think I went to Gaslight, which is less than a mile mm-hmm. away from my house, and I think I got I think a, got a, a pedicure, or coffee, or, oh, a or I don't know something like that that took you know half an hour or something, and then I was back. But I felt like, oh gosh, that was a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I didn't have a crying baby in the back because yeah. he didn't, you know, he didn't particularly like the um, the car seat. Yeah, and I guess. I just, I'm so thankful for you because I feel like you not only were looking out for my son, who was my number one priority, but you were also looking out for me, which I wasn't really able to, you know, and I'm home alone all by myself all day in a new, you know, a stranger in a strange land and I just need help and moms need help
0: in places that they don't even necessarily know that they need help. Well, and that's the thing. I think postpartum support—we are there to help you care for the newborn. Right. And it's not that we won't, but we're there to really care for you, um, because it's just that we don't—we don't think we need help, or we maybe don't know we are need as much help as really, You're trying. I was
1: just trying really hard to do it all and kind of get it right, whatever that meant.
0: Right. <laughs> do we ever?
1: Do we ever get it right all the time? No. 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 <laughs> or get the important stuff, right? Or whatever. Right. You know, on a brain that hasn't seen more than an hour of sleep in weeks. Right. You know, it's just, it
0: just doesn't work or wasn't working for me very well. I was trying really hard, but it wasn't working. Well, you're, I think your family is lovely and you're doing a great job. You always did a great job, even on (laughs) lack of sleep. You did the best you could and (laughs) Ethan's a wonderful. Do you have anything else you want to tell people about, you know, dealing with maybe some anxiety and and how yeah. postpartum support?
1: Uh, there was this great documentary event a couple months back. It was held, I think, Gold Coast Doulas was, oh, was one of the our, sponsors. Um, and it was um, held at the the Bow Breaks, Breaks. Yeah, yeah. Theater. And it was called the Bow Breaks. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a documentary about women with postpartum. And it wasn't until I actually watched that movie that I understood what postpartum, postpartum depression actually is. And that it is a spectrum of, um, of of an emotional state that can be anywhere from, you know, low anxiety to psychosis. Mm -hmm. And I literally thought, because I think you hear in the news about postpartum, more the psychosis stories Mm in postpartum. And I thought, well, you know, I'm not having hallucinations or I don't, you know, want to harm my child or anything like that. So I'm quote fine. But, um... Once I watched the documentary, I was definitely on the spectrum of high anxiety with a, you know, newborn and even infant, I would say for sure for the first 11 months. And I would just say, again, find somebody who knows what they're talking about, who's, you know, thought of as kind of best in their field. A postpartum doula would be a great example and talk to somebody and get support. Like, don't sit there in your living room and panic and worry. Or just try to deal with it yourself. Or just try to deal with it yeah. yourself, because I think I did. And if I would have reached out more, um, I, like, if I would have been more forthcoming with with you earlier about it, I think I would have, it would have helped me a lot. Maybe it wouldn't have lasted 11 months. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I waited until maybe a month nine, to really talk to you about it. I'm like, Alyssa, I just,
0: you know, I'm kind of feeling these things, you know, do you think yeah. I have postpartum depression? And that's like, you know, that's a long time. Talking about it is hard though. And even with your partner or spouse, it's, well, um, and it's sometimes sometimes, hard. It's kind of sometimes fleeting too. Yeah. It's not like every day you feel
1: bad, but it's, yeah. you know, sometimes in the morning you feel bad. It's sometimes in the afternoon you feel bad or you feel particularly overwhelmed by this new developmental stage mm-hmm. that your baby is going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just get, I don't know, just talk
0: to other good women. Get support. Talking about it is the first step. Yeah. For sure. And I can list some. I will list some um, resources for postpartum depression, anxiety, and psychosis on our website. And we have some on our Facebook page as well. Um, but thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you.